CrossFit HQ has finally spoken. I'm Armin Hammer, and this week, HQ released not one, but two separate official sources of communication. One was an email sent to every affiliate, and one was an op-ed by Jeff Kane, who's the CEO of CrossFit, published in the Morning Chalk Up, and both of them were about essentially the same topics, the changes to the CrossFit game season and what it means for CrossFit going forward. Let's take a look. Let's start with the email sent out to all the affiliates. And I think that this might be one of only a handful of times, if not the first time ever, that CrossFit has directly communicated something like this to every affiliate at once using their source of communication, the emails. And my brother and I were a CrossFit affiliate for five years out in LA, and I don't remember us ever receiving something like this before. So this is a big break from the you know, previous actions and steps that CrossFit has taken before. But let's dive into the meat of this thing for a second. I'm not gonna read the whole thing to you. You can find a link to both this email to the affiliates as well as the Morning Chalk Up op-ed. Uh, those are gonna be in the description you know, of this video. But here's the basics of what we got out of this email to the affiliates. It's essentially a sort of a description of the changes going on in this season, moving away from the regionals, to the sanctioned events, the opening up of the CrossFit Games as a platform for these events and other you know, entrepreneurs, whether it's through broadcasting or media or content making or event organizing to jump on the train and, and help grow CrossFit while also starting their own businesses. And that's something that you know I've talked about in the past is something that I think is actually a, a hugely positive thing in terms of the, the growth of CrossFit and the availability of, of the games and CrossFit as a sport to a lot of people. With that said, there's some specifics in this affiliate letter, uh, they, they title it a season of change, by the way, that I think are important to take a look at. One is they talk about the participation in the open in terms of the amount of boxes that are participating. They say they expect about 13,000 affiliates to have participated in this year's open, which is increased from previous years. And while that is a pretty decent mark, I mean, you're talking about about 80% of all the affiliates participating, which is a pretty good rate. I think what we're not seeing there is the number of individuals participating. And that's a really interesting thing to omit. In my opinion, the number of individuals participating in the open is a really important number. It kind of gives you a, a raw metric for how people are voting with their wallets about this whole thing. And that number has been increasing very quickly in the past. I think last year, you know, we had somewhere between 400 and 450,000 people participating in the open. This year, it's probably not gonna be really near that. I mean, mainly because there, there hasn't been the same marketing push around the open that there was in the past few years. But also I would say because maybe people are, a little turned off with, with how the changes have been handled or communicated or, or something revol revolving around those for sure. And you know, perhaps CrossFit has their own reasons for looking at the affiliate participation numbers versus the individual participation numbers. And maybe that it, you know, this dip isn't going to be massive this year and it might just be a blip, you know, maybe next year it's going to be even more, but with the open having <laughs> happened in February in about a week, and then the 2020 Open is in October of this year, unless something really dramatic happens in the six or so months left in this season, I think it's gonna be a hard sell to have growth, explosive growth from this Open to the next Open. So really what we're looking at is 
like an 18 month period of trying to figure out whether individual participation in the open is going to continue increasing with the number of total CrossFitters in the world increasing. In this letter to the affiliates, CrossFit also mentions that they are wanting to grow the sport of fitness by creating opportunities for other people to come in. And we've seen the exact version of this happen with the sanction events. You know, you remove regionals and then you open it up to marquee events to come in and, and be licensed by and sanctioned by CrossFit HQ in order to be able to send athletes to the CrossFit Games. And that is, you know, seems to be working so far, at least for how they're describing, you know, using the platform of the games as a chance for other companies to come in and you know, build their own businesses or improve or increase their own businesses upon that platform. We've seen the same thing happen with content and media. I mean, a lot of the people that were laid off from HQ are continuing to do the same stuff and now HQ's not paying them but they get to just feature all their stuff onto CrossFit Games Instagram or whatever. And that is an exact example of this idea of the games being sort of a platform or an opportunity for others to step in. What's interesting to me here is they, they reaffirm something that I talked about in my previous video, which is CrossFit is, is absolutely moving away from the edges of its business model and focusing mainly on what it can do that other people can't, which comes down to the licensing side, which includes the affiliates and the events, um, and also the education side, which is like the CrossFit Level 1 certs and all the other specialty certs. What's really fascinating here is that they mention the CrossFit Games and the CrossFit Games Open fall under that umbrella for now. Now this doesn't mean that eventually there won't be a Games and there won't be an Open. What it means is there won't be a CrossFit Games put on by CrossFit and there won't be an open put on by CrossFit, which means that just as regionals were sort of, was canned and opened up for the sanctioned events to come in and take their place, these, these formats, the open and the CrossFit games themselves will probably be farmed out in the exact same way. And we've seen this happen in a lot of other sports. In fact, on my Facebook, Lon Kilgore commented, uh, you know, using kind of USA weightlifting as an example, USA is the governing body of this thing, right? If you look at CrossFit, it seems as if they're moving into that type of a governing body role. USA Weightlifting has national championships, they have regional championships, they have the American Open. If you look at sort of the governing body, imagine CrossFit Inc. being a governing body for a sport, they can farm out the CrossFit Games to other event organizers who bid for the access to do that. And that can be something similar to what we see in the NFL as well. You know, we have different cities bidding to be the ones to host the Super Bowl in their space. And they make an argument for why this is the perfect city for it. This is, you know, this is the best place to have this. We're going to offer X, Y, and Z. And then they put together all the entire packaging. And that is the model of sort of every successful modern sport. And it makes sense to do that. The real question here isn't whether or not that's going to happen, whether or not the games and the open and everything else that has to do with the CrossFit game season actually gets farmed out because that is almost 100% going to happen and probably sooner rather than later. The real question is when that does happen, is CrossFit going to be the governing body 
or are they going to just completely wash their hands of that entire organizational model and allow another organization to come in and be that governing body? I don't have the answer to that. The other official communication coming out of HQ this week actually happened this morning in the Morning Chalk Up Weekend Edition. It was an op-ed by Jeff Kane, the CEO of CrossFit, who basically came out and talked a little bit about how Greg Glassman's concept of you know businesses being uh, value propositions for you know their their customers as the model for why they're moving away from you know running regionals. And I've talked about this a lot in the past. I think personally there were massive flaws in the regional system from the very beginning. And a lot of what was really grinding against sort of this thing being hugely successful, even more successful than it became, were things that had to be built into the process in order for the regional system to work. For example, the regional system was entirely controlled by CrossFit HQ. They didn't allow outside media to step in and run it because they wanted to control it from the top down. You can't accept other events like Wadapalooza or Granite Games or Dubai as part of what CrossFit does if it takes away from regionals, so they couldn't accept those those entities and those organizations and those events. And so what ends up happening is the regionals, in order to be propped up, in order to work the way it needed to work, in order for it to be the sort of you know monolithic experience of the CrossFit Games, it had to be completely closed off and in fact, adversarial with anyone else who was trying to do something like this or even participate in this thing, but in a slightly different way. And I think that adversarial nature, by definition, was going to suffocate the sport at some point. In order to run it, CrossFit basically had to build their own version of ESPN within their their own company as a department. And they had to build their own version of like an events organization uh, company in order to run the events inside of it. And on top of that, they had to, you know, sort of accomplish the core tenets of what CrossFit was about, which is licensing the name to gyms and training trainers, educating trainers to be CrossFit level one certified trainers, right? So all of this kind of came to a head. And I think, you know, to, to read, just to look at what the regionals was succeeding at and the real cost of that success for the games to run the way it was running, the real cost was going to be catastrophic in the long term. One of the things that I I like about this letter is that it mentions this idea that no sport, no successful modern sport will ever continue to succeed or be the global sport it can be if it itself is the only purveyor of media and coverage. And that is 100% true because as long as the games and that entire season was entirely controlled by CrossFit, the media coming out of it wasn't necessarily coverage as much as it was propaganda. And that's important because even if this thing kind of has like a slump over a year or two trying to get its footing back, at the very least, the messaging that's coming out is no longer going to be entirely directed by the corporation running the thing, right? And because of that, it can be a much more honest coverage. It can be a much more 
honest look, maybe even more critical look at what makes this thing tick. The last thing you ever would have seen is on the update show, someone criticizing Dave Castro or criticizing the programming. And when it ever happened, it was always just a really small ribbing. It was never really serious. Now, if something goes wrong, if something really goes wrong, these personalities and media sources covering the sport can and should talk about that. And that's something that never would have happened before because they were absolutely 100% in the same vertical control of the entire season and the entire sport as everyone else involved with that thing. Now, there are a couple things that I disagree with in, in both of these letters, but specifically looking at Jeff Kane's sort of op-ed here in the Morning Chalk Up, it, he, he mentioned something about how because CrossFit's affiliate model is based on this idea of allowing other people to you know create their own entrepreneurial you know, experiences and opportunities on the platform that CrossFit has created, that because of that, CrossFit supports them instead of usurping their 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 rights or their profits from them. You know, instead of it being like you pay us a percentage of your income, it's more like you pay us a flat fee and then you can make however much money you want off of that. And I, I take a little bit of, of I won't say umbrage, but definitely notice of the idea of the the support comment there. Because like I said earlier, my brother and I were affiliate owners for five years, and I think many affiliate owners feel the same way, is that you know there there isn't a lot by the way of direct support coming from HQ. And that's by design. For better or worse, and in my argument for worse, there isn't a lot of direct support. Now there is indirect support, and that indirect support is a lot of times laughably, you know, a lot of people make make fun of it, but this whole thing fighting the NSCA and fighting the ACSM and fighting exercises medicine and fighting the uh, the, the licensure of personal trainers and, and nutrition uh, uh, counseling, like that is an, a, a way of helping the affiliates keep their businesses rolling, but it's not a direct help. It's not like we're going to help you market your business. It's not, we're going to, we're going to set aside this area of your community that is yours. In fact, it's the exact opposite. If someone wants to leave your gym and open a gym right next door, go for it. In, it's almost encouraged, which is something that I know that we've experienced uh, when we had our gym, and I, I'm sure that a lot of other affiliate owners have experienced. So the idea that there's this this support, yes, there is support, but it's certainly not a direct type of support. And what the affiliates are losing here in terms of support is kind of a little bit on the marketing side. With the changes in the CrossFit Games season, there's no longer this huge machine of the games media pumping out things that are going to go viral on, you know, on, on Instagram or on Reddit or on YouTube or whatever. They're not pumping out a documentary every year for the games that, that people are going to watch on Netflix or iTunes and get super pumped about and then look up their local affiliate. And that was sort of like a really big part of the general marketing that HQ as like a parent organization was doing for all of its little affiliates around the world. That said, I don't know if you can really rely on outside entities coming in and doing that sort of content with the aim of get into your local affiliates. And that I think is, is a shame. I think we're, we might be losing out on that. I think affiliates might be losing out on that. Finally, in his op-ed, Jeff Kane mentions that CrossFit will never again produce a games documentary or their own CrossFit Games media. Instead, they're gonna rely on these outside entities 
people like me, people like Marston and Heber, people like you know Sean Woodland and Tommy Marquez launching their own uh, new version kind of of the update show. They're going to rely on on our content and our work in order to to promote this thing and for us putting in this hard work i guess the the long-term play is that we're going to be able to make this profitable in some way and that you know makes sense i like the idea of allowing people to you know get their own skin in the game and actually work hard and try and make this thing happen um, on their own terms they also mention that there is going to be a broadcast for the 2019 games, but it's not going to be run by CrossFit. And that's really interesting because CrossFit was running their own broadcast for the games and then selling that broadcast in their contracts with various platforms. For example, YouTube or Facebook or ESPN for a little while, CBS for a little while. Those contracts were very lucrative and, and were only going to get more lucrative as the games grew because, you know, you can project out and say the games are going to be X big and you got this many people watching and, and, you know, all these other platforms like Facebook, they're trying to get into the live sports and into the sort of like uh, a world of over the top direct to consumer sporting broadcast that's really important to them in their brand strategy down the line the globally so something like crossfit that really lights a spark in millions of people and people watch it that's really important to them and not having that as part of their broadcasting platform anymore is probably going to hurt them which means that there is these opportunities here for the crossfit games to once again reach that 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 zenith of broadcasting to be on something like Facebook or TV or YouTube or whatever it could also potentially be behind a paywall and that's not clear right now the the games broadcast is something that is is up in the air and I, I'm hoping that there's there's something addressing that sooner rather than later out of HQ because to be completely honest here these letters, they are about six months too late. These letters needed to come out like the first week of September. They needed to be out, in fact, when they first started talking about changing the game season. This is the type of thing that you release to your community to sort of, you know, get them to chill out a little bit and understand that there's an idea here. There's a, there is probably a master plan because looking back at the past six months, the lack of official communication is probably the single biggest sort of rock in the shoe of this thing. It's the, it's what has been the most painful portion of this entire process for so many people who are trying to pay attention because for years and years, everyone was essentially trained to just watch CrossFit.com or games.crossfit.com or the CrossFit Games Instagram or Dave Castro's Instagram to see what the hell was going on with this thing that we wanted to follow. And now, without those official channels being involved in describing these changes, if this messaging had come out six months prior, you know, Greg Glassman talking in front of the level one staff or whatever, you know, even just a letter to the affiliates, even just a post on games.crossfit.com, hey, there are going to be some changes and here's why we're doing them. I think this entire thing would have gone over probably a lot better because Yes, we have a bunch of people who believe in this thing enough to, you know, put their money into it, put their time into it and try and build it. But we also have lots of people who cross it on a daily basis and are questioning exactly why and how all of this is happening and whether it's going to actually pan out. And 
that hesitation could very well be, unfortunately, the thing that slows the momentum down enough for this not to catch up and not to work again in a year or six months or 18 months, however long this process is gonna take. Either way, folks, there's a whole lot going on in our space and it's easy to miss some of the most interesting and exciting stories. This was a bit of a longer video, but I think it's important because we're able to take a look directly at an actual official communication from HQ to us, the fans, the spectators, the community, the affiliates, and be able to actually break down what it is they're saying and what it is they aren't saying. And I love being able to take that this information and you know sort of condense it, maybe present it in an easier way to understand, you know, sort of add a little bit of editorialization and opinions in this thing so you guys can see maybe where I think this can succeed and where I think the hurdles are. And hopefully you guys enjoy seeing that as well. I've gotten so much feedback and I really appreciate everybody reaching out on YouTube as well as Instagram. Uh, those are probably the two best places to do it. And I cannot thank you guys enough for the support. As always, if you enjoyed this, please like it, share it, subscribe, tell your friends about it. This is the best way for you guys to support what I do. And I have a lot of really cool plans in the future. And soon enough, hopefully, I'll be able to show you guys what I'm, I'm trying to do down the line and you guys will be able to support me in that. So thank you so much, folks. I'll see you guys next time.